In this episode of the Lamudi webinar series, Real Estate as a Solid Investment, architect Henry L. Yap, Senior Vice President and Business Unit General Manager of the Residential Division of Robinson's Land Corporation, digs deep into the most compelling reasons why real estate remains to be a promising investment for different kinds of people, from millennials to overseas workers and first-time buyers. Hello, good day, and welcome to this webinar episode in partnership with Robinson's Land Corporation. My name is Mark Bailey. I'm part of the corporate accounts team at Lamudi Philippines. Um, and we'd like to take a look today at real estate as a solid investment uh, here in the Philippines. Following unprecedented uh, and simultaneous economic disruption around the world, um, and now with restrictions beginning to ease here in the Philippines uh, and abroad, uh, we'd like to take a look at uh, the, the solid investment potential from, from real estate here in the Philippines uh, through the eyes of one of the country's leading uh, developers. Robinson's land contribute to all segments of, of the real estate industry uh, from residential condominiums, uh, subdivisions, uh, lot options, uh, office buildings, uh, malls, uh, their hospitality brand. Uh, so a really diverse look at the industry uh, and I think we'll be able to identify the opportunities uh, that this crisis may have presented uh, uh, as we stand today. Joining me from, from Robinson's land is uh, Henry Yap, uh, Business Unit uh, General Manager for Robinson's Residential uh, and uh, also co-currently the President uh, of RHK Land, a joint venture between Robinson's Land Corporation and Hong Kong Land. Welcome Henry, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're looking forward to your insights. Thank you, thank you for inviting us and giving us the opportunity to be able to share our insights in the real estate industry in the Philippines. Great, yeah, it's good, good to have you. Um, so the, the topic today is, is real estate really as a, as a solid uh, investment. Um, so I think we'll, we'd like to break down the, uh, the different types of, of investor profile um, from the kind of serial investor or millennial investor uh, through to kind of middle income end users and then a, a key market for the Philippines which is the overseas Filipino workers. Um, so I'll start with the, the, the kind of seasoned uh, investor or, or millennial investor, someone um, new to investing in real estate who perhaps is, is looking at uh, the potential. Um, so the seasoned investor will have a kind of well experience to understand the strength of real estate as an asset class, uh, especially during the crisis. Um, what would your advice be to a millennial uh, looking to invest in, in real estate? For the millennials who are first-time investors, I'd like to share the secrets of our seasoned investors. Number one, the best time really to invest in, a, in the market is in a downturn market. Why? Because at this point in time, we have a lot of choices for our investors and they have the opportunity to select what that best fits their requirement, either from a budget point of view, from a lifestyle point of view, or many other considerations. In addition, during a downturn, there is a tendency of most funders to reduce their interest rates. This is because a lot of the old borrowers would tend to uh, conserve their cash or reduce their exposure. As such, banks are actually forced to bring down their rates to encourage more people to borrow. Three, once they're able to buy a unit, they can actually hold on to that unit and they can lease out that unit, allowing them rental yields that are far better than putting their money in the bank. For 
investors put it in big developers, they will immediately recognize profit or income appreciation because the properties will tend to go up in prices periodically. Just like in the case of Robinsons, twice a year we would increase our prices. So naturally, our investors there, if they invest early, would already have gained from the rates that we have adjusted. And lastly, if they want to dispose of the units that they have bought at the lower price, then they would have a substantial windfall in the property prices. Thank you, Henry. Um, yeah, some good insights there. I'd like to uh, kind of summarize there. I think um, really it's the, it's the choice available uh, as an investor with, with low interest rates. So borrowing becomes very, very attractive. Uh, and then I guess looking towards the, the big developers for um, confidence and, and consistent um, appreciation. Um, you mentioned the, the secondary income, so the, the leasing out of units. Um, I guess that kind of takes a few different forms. Um, one is kind of the, the long-term residential. Uh, the other one is the kind of shared, shared economy, which has been a, a kind of hot topic, uh, particularly in, in real estate with, with uh, avenues like Airbnb. Um, it, do, you, do you still see both long-term rentals and the shared economy as, as big potential sources of secondary income? Yes, the rental income continues to be a viable source of passive income for our investors. Of course, there will be some adjustments in the early period because there will be initially a few of them still thinking if they want to invest or they want to buy. But in the long term, it will continue to improve, we believe, and that will surely be good income for our millennials as well as seasoned uh, investors. As for our Airbnb, that shared economy will continue. However, given the reduced travel of many of our uh, customers, there might be some adjustment that needs to be considered. But once a solution has been found, a vaccine has been found, I think uh, the economy will again improve for tourism and that would again augment uh, their income for uh, Airbnb passive income. Okay, thank you. Yeah, that's, um, I mean, it, it all sounds pretty positive, I think, for, for uh, Philippine real estate in that um, we have enjoyed uh, a period of, of, uh, of good growth for some time. Um, it, it's almost like there's a, a kind of pause button, I guess, for, for investors uh, at, at the moment. Um, moving into the kind of end users, um, uh, the middle income earners. Uh, who are perhaps looking at investing for the first time to purchase a house uh, for their families? Um, what what would be your uh, what what important learnings really are there for for these uh, for these families um, who are looking to invest in, in real estate? Actually, the downturn or the slowdown in the economy has actually provided our investors with better insights. Now they can actually compare uh, where to put their money, where to invest. Here, they can really see the big difference between a boutique developer and a well-established developer. Because from a well-established developer, you will see the opportunity for them to provide uh, all the requirements despite the downturn. Here, they can provide you business continuity. They can service your requirements. They can respond to your questions even during the downturn because many of these big uh, developers still continue to have skeletal forces uh, that can service you. Unfortunately, not, everyone, not all developers will be able to do that. And this is actually a revelation to many of our potential investors. Second, 
we can also see that it is important that the developers are able to adjust. Uh, for the longest time, we have had an upswing in our economy and real estate has actually earned from that upswing. But with this sudden turn in our economy, we need to understand if many of our developers can sustain these challenges. We don't know how long this uh, pandemic will last. We don't know how long the vaccines will eventually be uh, will be produced. But we also don't know if the developers that are selling their units now can last that long. So it's important that we have a discerning investor, a discerning buyer, and if they if we can say they will eventually move to quality developers. Thank you. I think yeah, again, promising for for middle income earners. Um, so to to kind of summarise, then I think yeah, for for well-established developers, um, business continuity, stability, uh, and kind of full service, kind of end-to-end -end support through the purchasing process and even uh, after sales, in in terms of the support that you give the the communities uh, that that are already um, housed. Um, moving over overseas now, uh, I, I guess um, you know a key uh, market for for the Philippines is, is overseas. Um, what would be your message to uh, the market overseas who are potentially looking to invest in the Philippines at, at this time? Well, my suggestions or recommendations to our OFW who have not invested in real estate is to invest in real estate now. You know, for many of them, they actually work very hard and they try to save that money and send it in the Philippines. Unfortunately, not everyone here in the country will be able to properly save that money and use, use it for uh, good means. Not to say that they're doing it improperly, but there are a number of other conflicting or urgent requirements which you re need to redirect your funds. So for a discerning OFW, what he wants to ensure is that he can directly put that money in an investment so that he can ensure that when he comes back, when he returns to the Philippines, that money can be seen in the investment that he has put while he was abroad. And real estate is that one good venue. Moreover, when he eventually returns to the Philippines and decides to return, he can actually uh, have a lot of savings. Why? Because he does not have to worry about the monthly amortizations or the monthly rentals that he has to pay, given that he had already done that while he was uh, abroad. Uh, he can also save a lot of money because now that he will eventually have a lower income compared to when he was abroad, he can actually maximize his savings. Interesting. So the, I guess, a kind of long-term strategy in that you're 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 abroad, you're away from your family, you're working hard, um, and, and to kind of set yourself up for for that return um, gives the investment long longevity. Um, I, I wonder, are there any um, are there any particular OFW countries that um, you see particularly with with uh, an opportunity right now um, of the kind of key markets? Right now, many of our OFW markets are located in the Americas and Asia and Middle East. Uh, the type of products, however, or the units that they buy vary depending on their affordability. The ones we see from the US or the Americas basically look for a higher bracket income. Uh, thus, 
generating uh, purchases in the mid to high level as well. Uh, for those in the Middle East, many of these are actually OFW uh, professionals or uh, skilled workers. So they tend to invest in their initial home, uh, which are of a smaller price units. So moving on, I guess, to, um, to your projects. Um, we've covered, I guess, three uh, categories of investor. Um, in terms of the, the consumers um, and, and the kind of uh, what's happened over the past three months, um, what, what features would you like to highlight um, within your projects that have perhaps come to more of a priority for, for your consumers? Fortunately, in the early part of this year, we launched projects that are considered smart, part of smart homes. And this has actually been the most in-demand uh, type of units now, given the pandemic. Uh, we want uh, to provide our uh, buyers with the convenience and the safety. So here, we are able to access our units remotely, either through cell phones or other mode of gadgets that allow us little interface, physical interface. We also are able to provide uh, destination estate projects. Uh, and this has allowed us a lot of convenience, especially during a period of lockdown where people have limited access to where they can move around. If a project uh, is located in areas where there are uh, amenities, or let's say there are conveniences of shops and stores, uh, then it makes a lot of difference for our end users, our buyers, because they can just go down from their unit and be able to immediately get what they need. And these are the most saleable type of products or units that we have at this time. So it's a, a kind of digital transformation of, of your products uh, mixed with the, I guess, the kind of um, uh, township concept when, in that everything is kind of within reach from your residence and that you don't necessarily have to, um, to, to travel too far. Um, I guess, I mean, is, is that something that you're looking to, to highlight further in your, um, perhaps your marketing strategy? Is, are you actually now looking to, um, you know, accelerate these um, philosophies with, with planning um, in, into the future? Um, I wonder how, the, I wonder how the, the kind of recent events have, have kind of altered that, that forward thinking um, strategy for, for planning and building. Yes, we have actually embarked on a digital transformation about three years ago. But more than ever, the current uh, pandemic has allowed us to uh, visualize and reap the rewards from the investment that we have done initially three years ago. Yeah. Today, more than ever, people see the need for us to go digital and for us to ensure that digital is the way to move forward. Yeah. Having said that, I'd like to share with you what our company has done. This has also allowed us to be a market leader because now instead of face-to-face -face selling, our sellers can now work remotely from the convenience of their work site or their homes and still connect to our potential buyers via online. We can also provide digital materials, online materials such as a tour of the site, some pictures of the site, amenities, they're all immediately available and can be viewed by our buyers. Our buyers also have the opportunity to check uh, the records that they have made with our company. For example, if unfortunately you're not able to visit our company but would want to get an update on the statement of accounts 
of the payments you have made for the unit that you have bought from us, you can actually check uh, our buyer's uh, portal and they can actually check themselves the records in that portal. Sure. Okay. Um, and I guess, I mean, it, it, the, the selling points, the, the communication to your, your sales force in, in terms of the, the features to, to highlight, is there, is there anything else specific to your projects that you'd like to highlight um, here on, on the webinar? Well, uh, we have been developing a lot of projects within our destination estates. And our destination estates actually allow a lot of convenience. Within these estates, you can already leave work and play because they are, have the convenience. And at the same time, we are also within reach. So the problem of traveling a distance away from your work site will be eliminated if you uh, buy one of our units because in many of these developments, everything is within reach. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I guess the, the the investment in in digital three years ago has has really set you uh, apart from uh, the competition potentially uh, moving forward now. Um, uh, so it'd be interesting to see uh, the, the response. Um, I'm I'm interested to know how how you see um, the 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 response to the the, the previous pandemic and and how quickly you think the the market will will recover. Well, the, the response of the economy will still be dependent on how fast we can find a vaccine. I think we are entering what is known as a new normal. Social distancing will continue to be the, the key to getting uh, rid of the spread of the COVID-19. However, business has to continue. And for us, because of our digital transformation, we believe we can still be able to continue our business under these conditions so i think um uh, you know it, it's op investment is, is still optimistic um uh, you you have some um, kind of key selling points that uh, remain attractive to, to kind of cater to these um uh, these changing priorities in terms of the property seekers them, themselves uh i guess one of the biggest challenges for um, for real estate professionals at the moment is, is the process itself you know it, how uh, if I'm if I'm eager to invest uh, how, how can I go about that and how can I go about that in a safe manner uh, while we're still kind of uh, grappling with, with uh, restrictions and, and what that looks like so you mentioned a few uh, marketing materials there that you have for, for your sales teams um, is there anything other than, than that that you'd like to share with, with how we can access your, your properties without actually uh, you know being socially uh, socially interacting with the teams. Yes, for, fortunately for us, even before the uh, pandemic, we had already started on our online home buying solutions. By that we mean that we have already uh, encapsulized all our materials in a electronic library, which we can actually share with our buyers. So depending on the requirements of our buyer, they can actually scan through this library and have a better understanding of the different type of projects that we buy. In addition, we have moved into digital online marketing. So not only do we show uh, snippets of our project, we actually have actual 360 virtual tours of the project. So if you want to manipulate or adjust uh, the, the length of time that you want to explore a particular area, you actually have the free hand in doing so in our 360 virtual tours. 
We also have a number of e-brochures that allows you to compare projects against another project. And also our Facebook uh, uh, pages provide you regular updates to allow you to be familiar with our discount programs, our uh, new announces, and the like. In addition, we are fortunate that we have instilled in that online home buying program a reservation system that allows you to meet our sellers online. Depending on your requirements, uh, our sellers can get back to you on different platforms that are your most convenient or most conversant so that we can continue the process of selling online. In addition, we have a very simple three-step process for our payment system. Basically, you just have to print or sign digitally in your tablet or in your gadget. Then you can either scan it or you can just send it directly to us and include in that uh, process the materials or the documents that we need. So it's very convenient for our buyers to be able to complete the transaction. However, if there are still buyers who feel the need that they still have to see the actual unit or see our showrooms, we actually have put uh, safety measures in our showroom so that by the time we can allow our uh, buyers to go them, they will not have to worry about the safety risk or the security risk. In our showrooms, we have placed the following safety measure, measures including regular cleaning and disinfection. We've provided safe distancing. We've limited the number of people that may enter the showroom at any particular time. Once you get into the mall and into our showroom, there will be temperature checks. And of course, we prefer that you have an appointment before you actually go there so we can uh, ensure that there will just be a appropriate number of people that enter our showroom. Uh, for our employees to make sure that we don't affect our own organization or our buyers, we also require our sellers and our employees to submit daily health uh, declaration forms. This is to ensure that we're able to monitor uh, their health. And if they uh, are in any of those conditions or symptoms, we normally would insist that they don't report to the office so that they don't have the chance of contaminating anybody. Fantastic news. Thank you, Henry. That brings me to the end of, of my questions. I think we've kind of covered um, uh, three areas. We've, we've looked at the opportunities of the different uh, investment profiles um, and, and why your projects might um, appeal to those investors uh, with recent events changing, uh, changing priorities and uh, changing the timeline. Uh, and then also the, the process itself in that, you know, you. You have the marketing materials available to, to kind of review the um, your your products and your projects and, and what's available. But at the same time, if you if you really do need to uh, to visit and, and do the the ocular in, in person, then that's also a safe option um, moving forward. So um, thank you for your time today, Henry. It's been a pleasure talking to you, um, and I, I wish you well. Thank you. Thank you very much, and do hope to see you and many of our clients in the future. Thank you very much. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you.